Hello everyone, welcome to the Young Entrepreneur Podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to be interviewing Daniel Odedirong. Daniel Odedirong is a photographer and a photo podcaster. Just for the record, Daniel Odedirong's podcast inspired me to start my own podcast. So Daniel is also a graduate of Physics and Electronics Department from the Federal University of Technology Accra. He's an aspiring entrepreneur focused on agriculture and education. He's also currently building Pest Pro, which is an agricultural business that plans to process tomatoes into puris in order to reduce post-harvest losses of tomatoes. He's also the regional ambassador for Thought for Food Foundation. Welcome to the Young Entrepreneur Podcast, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Timmy. I'm actually very excited to be here with you. I've never had like um, a chance to be interviewed or interview anybody on my own podcast, so watching you do this whole thing is really really exciting for me thank you so much for having me Tim. yeah you're welcome i also thank you for accepting my invites uh, to on podcast anytime, okay, so, anytime yeah okay so let me just move into the interview straight up so my, my first you. question is this how were you able to apply and get like global opportunities like world youth forum in egypt the thoughts for food foundation in brazil at a very young age how were you able to do that at a very young age Okay, so I, I think I think the best way to describe that journey would be starting from the beginning. Actually, I I, I started this entire um, social entrepreneurship life and uh, um, pitching life from from my university days. So in hundred level first semester, second semester, sorry, hundred level second semester, I met someone at the lawn tennis court of my university. Yeah, I was just having fun and going around. And then I met this particular girl. I was there to shoot my shot, but it ended up turning into something more exciting than that. So she got to tell me about um, an organization she belonged to called Enactos, Entrepreneurial Act- um, Action by Us. It's one of these um, student organizations that we have on campuses. I don't know, you might have been one of them. There's Enactos, ISEC, GCI, stuff like that. So yeah, she told me about Enactos. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so she told me about Enactos and she described how they went to communities to do community projects. I was like, eh, students do this kind of things too. She told me about how they have internal trainings, how they uh, go for competitions. And me, I've always been um, a competitive person. I've always found my, myself in positions of leadership. So this sort of thing immediately um, sparked my interest. So I followed up on her and that was how I joined Enactos and that was how I started carrying out community projects with them. I went for trainings, I went for competitions. So uh, there was there was this time, pitching journey started 200 level because <clears throat> there was this time I was supposed to pitch in front of a large audience. I was supposed to pitch one of the projects we had carried out and I will not lie to you. <laughs> I forgot my lines. I forgot mm-hmm. my lines entirely. So while, while, while the whole thing was going on, I was so embarrassed. I could not say anything. And my partner just had to cover up one way or the other. So since then, I told myself that I was never, ever going to... <clears throat> I was never, ever, ever going to pitch anymore. But fast forward to this present time, I started finding myself pitching. So I, I, I had applied for stuff like Tony Lumilu, foundation when it first started that was um the second year of the foundation sorry <clears throat> and i did not get that that um i didn't get it that year but but one thing i did was to apply for their newsletters i always whenever i go to anybody's website especially people that organizations or companies that i'm interested in following up on i usually subscribe to their newsletter so that i could get information directly into my mail so uh i, I also found for food foundation online and i applied for the competition but 
I was not selected also. So things were not just adding up then. But then again, I also applied for or su- subscribed to their newsletters. Now, in 2017, I I got a mail calling for ambassadors from the Thought for Food Foundation. So they were requesting ambassadors from across the world to become um, to join them in their journey to spread uh, food security across the world, the, 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 the um, knowledge of food security a- across the world. And I was at that point, I was not really sure I was going to get it, really. I was not really sure. But I decided to try anyways. I tried applying for it. I poured out my heart. Like, every single thing I felt at that point, I poured it out to them. I told them how I wanted to change the world, how I wanted to transform the world, how food was important to me. And surprisingly for me, in December, I got picked for the for the role of um, an ambassador. And Timmy, I would not lie to you, my life changed entirely after joining the Thought for Food Foundation as an ambassador. So I started carrying out more activities, I started doing more, and I, I, I gathered up a track record of leadership. Yes, I had brought people together, I had done community projects, I had... Um, gathered other entrepreneurs together so I, I already had things to show for the little things i had done while i was at school and i was entirely different from the normal regular students who would just go to school cram poor write exams and disappear so i was able to combine politics i was able to combine social entrepreneurship joint actors and then again academic because i finished with a 4.0 that second class upper so i was able to combine all of these things and whenever i got to apply for anything seeing all of what i had together most times they will get to pick me for for these applications. So so the, the whole summary of all of these stories that I started a while ago while I was in university. I applied, um, I, I subscribed to all newsletters that I could find. I groomed myself and um, I was able to build myself in the aspect I wanted to apply for. And then the rest, God handled the rest and I was picked for most of these things that I applied for. Yeah. Hmm. Nice, inspiring, inspiring uh story back there thank you Um, you. so my next question is this i've seen you participate and won pitch competitions like padc the pitch nigerian competition by sterling bank arm young talent award so um i would like you to um, run us through that um, process of preparing for pitch competition and what Mm. it means to win pitch competition i would like to um, just run us through the um, the process okay so when you want to prepare for any competition at all uh, then again, the, the process starts from these people releasing an application. They would say that, oh, we're calling we're calling out to young people to submit ideas on this. We're calling out to people to submit ideas on that. So the first thing is to find that application that applies to you, the one that would fit you perfectly. First of all, you find it. The next thing you want to do is to read through it properly. So you read through the application, ensure that that application is for you. So you, many times you just find people, because money is attached to any competition, you find people jumping on any opportunity they find. But that is not what is supposed to happen. You're not supposed to just jump on opportunities. You're supposed to jump on the ones that are streamlined to you. That, that increases your opportunity in getting that particular um, application or grant or getting chosen or getting to move to the next stage so what i do is to go through all of these applications properly and find out that okay this particular thing is a fit for me and once i apply at least 70 percent certain that I, I should be able to get to the next round now I, I go through the whole thing that they write there for us to see and i the next thing for me to do is to put in energy and 
um excellence into filling out my application so people just write one or two things they say 300 will just put one or two things together no i don't believe that's the way to do it i believe that when you want to fill out anything you do it properly you put in your best foot forward you fill it out as um as best as you can and then you submit it so most likely if you do all of these things with god behind behind you definitely definitely you'll be selected to the next round so from the next round let's say the next round is where you get to now you're invited to come and pitch let's say a, a thousand people applied and after submitting applications 50 people were chosen and all 50 people compete pitch and then they choose the top three so at that point what i usually would want to do is to um is to go back to my drawing board after i've been selected go back to my drawing board and create a pitch deck so a pitch deck is a powerpoint presentation that that um, you use to present your ideas to people so it's just more like the visual part of your presentation so i prepare a, a pitch deck and my first pitch deck was uh, I, I created it with slide bean because i had watched youtube videos and i saw that um pitch decks for competitions looked different from the normal powerpoint presentations we use in universities to do our projects and all of that so yeah. I, I used yeah so I, I i went online and i found slide bean s-l-i-d-e then bean slide bean is, is a really amazing platform it is an artificial intelligence platform that helps people to create presentations for their businesses for anything really you can put create presentations they have um thousands of images for you for you to choose to the, the, the software um arranges everything for you so if you're not good at design you can just go to slidebean.com and create presentations for yourself so i i i use slidebean and my first my first competition was sic so i created my my pitch deck then i i now created my script so you always need to have a script for your presentations if you don't have a script by the time you get to the stage you're just going to talk and talk off points even if you even if you look at your slide so you, you might now presentations you might see so you might have gone for i don't know that you're, i don't know if you've gone some for some competitions where the person is presenting and then what he's saying is not really flowing with his slide or sometimes yeah. the slide is not working and the person is not able to to match up with that slide the person gets yeah, you, gets exactly so when you want to present don't always never i think the right thing to say is never depend on your slide but always have a slide don't depend on your slide so you must have a script you must have something you want to say so the combination of a script and a slide makes your presentation amazing now the final ingredient to add up to all of these things is the fact that you need to know that idea you need to know that business you need to know that project you need to know whatever you want to present to the audience you need to know it so well that even if there's no slide even if you forget your some of your lines you know this thing inside out and you're able to deliver it properly to people so then again the idea is yours if you're if you're presenting an idea or pitching an idea to people that idea is your own so you should you should be able to know that idea so well that where if they wake you up from sleep that your whatsapp come and present this thing you would be able to do it so i think those are the three major ingredients i usually combine together then the one that 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 holds everything all together is god so even when i've done all of these things i've presented um i've gotten my script i've gotten my slide and i know my idea deep down I still always before I step on that stage, I usually just say a short prayer. God help me while I pitch this whole thing, and the combination of all of those things is really amazing for me. I found out that I just have this energy when I get to the stage, 
I'm usually fun. I'm usually exciting. Most people will be serious. I've seen competitions where you've just seen a ranting and, and you're not carrying the audience along. So I get to carry the audience along while presenting. I get to flow, relax, pauses, pause for effect, all of those things. I put them all together. Um, pitching is like acting. So, but I just get to yeah, I just get to go on stage and act beautifully, and that's all. So when you're done acting, the next thing that would always ha- happen is that the judges will get to ask you questions. Yeah. So that's now. Remember one of the points I gave where I said that um you need to know your idea inside out. Yep. Yeah. If you don't know your idea and they ask you questions, you're going to fumble. And these questions are the ones that all give you marks to win that competition or not. So once you're able to know your idea, you'll be able to answer judges' questions. Also, I, I forgot to add, um, slide being there's a template for pitch for pitch competitions. There's a template for businesses to present ideas to people. There are various templates. So if you're going for a, a, a business pitch competitions, yeah, there are templates you could follow. I, I would send it to you. I don't know how you communicate with your audience, but if okay. anybody reaches out to you to ask for it, I will send it to you personally. Then you can always distribute it to them. So there's a template that people follow. You talk about the problem first. You talk about the solution. Then you talk about um, your target audience, markets, or how large your market is, market size, market validation, all of those things. There's, there's actually a complete step to it. And I'll share that with you. you share, that, share that with your audience. So you arrange your slides according to that. So whenever you present, whenever a judge says, okay, tell me, show me your traction, show me your milestones, show me the problem you're solving, you can, show me the product or service you're, delivering, you're offering, you could always go to those slides to show them easily. So that is all about pitching an idea. And if you're able to follow all of these things, then you should be one of the top people, provided that your idea is amazing and fantastic. You should be one of those that would um, scale or even win any competition. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice, nice. nice. So in the nutshell, um, the importance of understanding your business, your idea in depth, it cannot be overemphasized. No, 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 at all. It cannot be because it's your business, it's your idea. If you don't deliver it to people properly, then nobody will understand what you're trying to pass across. So you need to understand what you're doing for you to sell it to anybody. You need to understand your idea properly to sell it to anybody at all, even to your co-founders, team members. You need to understand that idea so well that you can sell it to anybody and convince anybody to buy what you're offering. Okay, okay. So, um, which leads me to the next question. Um, okay. Now you do photography. Um, yeah. How, how, how have your experience been and why did you decide to go into photography? You didn't study photography in school. You studied engineering. Uh, oh, yes. I know, okay. I, I, I know about the PADC um, 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 prize you won. I, I don't think it's related to photography. So, why photography now? Okay, so so the PADC prize that I won is still ongoing. Like, I've been able to use that money to... Um, go further in my project research and I'm almost, yes, I think I'm done. I'm done with that project research and I'm ready to start producing and entering the market. Coronavirus just hit us and I have to calm down. This is the year for us to survive, not for not the year for us to sell. So I just have to yeah. calm down, wait for the whole lockdown to be over completely across the world and I can import the things that are necessary for me to run business fully. Now, let me go back to your original question, photography. So now, um, you know, this is Nigeria now. <clears throat> Most times, what people study wouldn't be what they would come out to do in life. I didn't study anything related to agriculture in school. I didn't study anything related to education. I didn't study anything related to photography. I studied physics and electronics. But then, if I had known, I I, I entered the department, but if I had known, I would have opted out for 
business management or something or going to a business school yeah because i found out that that is my core interest so just the same way uh photography just came out by through a situation let me put it like that photography was was better out through a situation now let me just say about it so uh I, while I was in while, while I was about to finish university, 500 level, I started an organization called African Hydra, and what we what, what we did then was to teach um, children between seven and nineteen technical and vocational skills. So I wanted to expand on that particular project and interview young people that are young people that have skills. I wanted to put young people that have skills out there. So I got this camera. I bought the camera. And what I wanted to do was to make interview videos with it, put it on YouTube, put it on Instagram, and just showcase all young people out there that are doing amazing things aside um, academics, yeah? So <clears throat> I got the camera. Things did not just work out the way I thought it was going to work out. I had to go for service immediately. I was not even planning to serve, but I had to go there. And I took the camera along with me. It was obviously useless at that point. I was like... <laughs> Let me just hold this camera. I bought it with a lot of money, 140000 So let me just keep it with me. Then one time, now service here had gone like six months into service here. I went for a Coca-Cola event, one of these business trainings and all of that. I went for that in Calabar. And I took the camera along. <clears throat> so the camera was just there on the table and somebody walks up to me and says that I want you to take pictures of me. You're a photographer now. Take pictures of me and I'll pay you. Now, I had just been collecting allowance from NYSD and I was in a foreign land. I was not in, in my comfort zone. So I was also looking for extra means of money. And this person walking up to me and telling me he wants to pay me, I was very, very excited because I'm very money. Um, I'm not saying money conscious. I love money. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I do love money. So when he said he was going to pay me, I was like, oh, are you serious? Oh, yeah, now. Oh, yeah, now. Let's quickly do it. So I took the camera. I took, obviously, the pictures were not going to be good because I was not practicing then. And, I and then I just took pictures of him. And he paid me, he paid me that entire day, I made 600 now. Now, 600 now is small money, but at that point, it was the biggest money I'd ever received because I made it all by myself. You get, I, prior to that time, I'd never had any skill. I just studied physics. So I was just good academically, but I didn't have any skill. So I was excited because one, I could ha now have a skill and so I could make money from that skill. So I started taking random pictures. The next, the next Friday, I took my camera to my CDSS community development service meeting. And then my co fellow co members came around and said they wanted to take pictures. So I was like, wow, so money can be made this easily. I started taking pictures for 15 hours. That day I made, I think, about 1,000, 1,300. And I went home, edited it for them. I had to learn how to edit, watch some YouTube videos, learn how to edit, get some um, soft, um, softwares and apps. I did all of those things. And that is how my photography journey started money basically all around money it was not well I, I i had the passion to take pictures because um while i was dating my girlfriend i was always my ex-girlfriend i was always taking pictures of her so there was this little passion there but i didn't i didn't just carry a camera because i had passion for it, it was because of money so i started taking people pictures and the more pictures i took the better i became at taking pictures and i went from 15 hour to 100 hour to 200 and now i'm currently on 300 hour per picture so Photography was better because of um, a means to a means of livelihood. Yes, that's how I put it. A means of livelihood. A means to make money. And right now, it, I'm now it's now turning into turning into a passion for me. So I'm now realizing that I actually love taking pictures and I actually love making money from these pictures. So now I have a skill and I can also make money from it. And I also enjoy taking photographs. It's not just about the money anymore for me right now.
actually just enjoy snapping people, making them look beautiful, and collecting money for the services I do. Makes sense, makes sense. So in a nutshell, identify opportunities when they come and take it. Don't yes, exactly. Oh, oh, God bless you. Yes. Once you see it, I usually tell people, if God gives you an opportunity, grab that opportunity, tear it down, destroy it. Let God even be shocked. Ah, ah, my child, calm <laughs> down now. I will give you more opportunities. Calm down. That is how I, I, see, I see opportunities. Take them, grab the bull by the horn, destroy that opportunity, make sure you maximize that opportunity and surely God will provide more for you, more opportunities mm. to come. Yep, Makes that's sense. my ideology. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So my next question is, right from school, did you know you always be an entrepreneur or, studio, or start, start to prepare for it? Oh, so like, I've, I think I've even answered this question from the beginning. So I never yeah. knew I was an entrepreneur. Okay, I did not know now. I was a young person finishing from secondary school. Getting, to, I just wanted to, I wanted to become an engineer, electric, electrical engineer. I, According to what I heard when I was still younger, engineers make a lot of money, doctors make a lot of money, lawyers make a lot of money. So I was I was going into the university to make money, like to become those things to make many, many money. But but I did not really know that I was going to become I was going to enjoy doing business. I was going to be, become an entrepreneur. And I was only able to discover this thing as a result of the organization I joined. That was Enactors, mixing up with other students, carrying out community development services, charging money for the little things we do. So as you know, um, social entrepreneurship is the act of is, is combining for, um, profit and for profit together. When you're able to merge both sides together, you get, the middle of them is called social entrepreneurship. So you do goodwill and you make money from it. Yep. Yeah. So I was already exposed to that sort of thing. And I loved the idea of helping people, solving problems and making money at the same time. So I never planned it. But, but then again, but then again, in retrospect, looking at the entire journey, I didn't plan it per se. But then uh, uh, participating in all of these activities, um, going for meetings, showing up every time, coming up with projects, doing these projects, they were all preparing me to become an, an entrepreneur, a social entrepreneur. So. Then again, you might not plan things, but then the experience you go through would prepare you for something bigger always. And sometimes mm. you might actually plan them and be deliberate about them. So it could be two ways for, for different people. Some might just be um, fortunate enough to discover that this is what they want. And then they plan the whole thing, stay consistent till they get yeah. to the big point. Some other people just stumble on it. They stay consistent till that consistency must be there. And then they still end up at the point where they're supposed to end up. So I didn't plan any of these things, but now now i'm more intentional about because i'm now i've discovered myself i know the things i want to do the things i enjoy doing well i'm still discovering myself but now i'm putting more um efforts into being intentional but then your original question i never planned anything that's the sincere truth okay okay yep okay yep. now yeah okay so which me to your last last question i have for you yeah so, you are uh, cutting to the last question is- yeah, yeah. So, what are the okay. lessons you have learned so far in business and social entrepreneurship? Like, and if you if you advise someone who is just um, thinking of starting out, uh, start start to get develop ideas and go for pitch competition, what advice would you give um, someone like that? Okay, so I'll tell the person that see, guy, girl, as you're about to start this journey, it's not going to be easy at all. It is not easy. You're going to have ups and downs. Failure is only when you give up. You do not fail unless you give up. So even if you're having downsides, even if you're not getting what you want to get, even if you're not getting those customers, even if the idea you you wanted to work on is not going the way you want to work, um, the way you imagined it, please 
stay on that journey stay consistent learn as you learn you improve as you learn you adjust don't be rigid in whatever you're going to do so if things are not are not working out the way you want it don't give up have an open mindset evolve as things are evolving so if if the road is taking you here and and you're supposed to be going the other way try to find the middle of the, of both of these things try to to um maneuver your way around as an as an entrepreneur things will never be easy but stay consistent and um find your way around things and yes you'll make it eventually just have an mm-hmm. amazing idea stay consistent maneuver your way <clears throat> don't be rigid <clears throat> sorry don't be rigid don't give up and yep you will get there eventually Makes sense, and, makes and sense. then also yeah in addition well you would always need team members so for like my mentor would say my mentor usually tells me that for those that are just starting out people in the idea stage what investors bet on is the team they don't care they don't really at that point they don't really care about the product you want to offer well they do but that's not their focus their focus is do these team members all of them combined together have the potential to bring this particular product to life so while you also want to start, make sure you gather the right set of people around you to help you bring that product, that whole um, idea to life. No business, there's no company that was that is just one person. You always need people. So always try to find like-minded people that can help you maneuver, that can help you go through the whole thing. Find, find the best of the best and your idea would actually come to life. Okay, Damn, Daniel, quick one, quick one. How do you find the right people to work with? Hmm. <laughs> so this because, is very because because, yeah. because sorry because like most times I see people um go, going to um form teams and go for competition and the major reason why they um, um, get team members is because oh, this guy is my friend this guy is my friend they don't really see any value that person brings to the table mm. so I, I what's your post what's the process of finding team members mm. okay 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 so. What you just said is something I've also been through. Like I've been there, I've done that. I got friends. Yes, yeah, some some of my friends still are, are still part of the whole company um, building process. We're still we're still together. Some other people have left. So I also got friends because oh, this is my friend. Let me, and it always went the wrong way. We always had to go our different ways. We are sometimes some some were so ugly, some were so bad. Yes. So my, now I I would not lie to you. I do not have hundred percent. Um, answer to that now my there there are platforms where you could find co-founders one two you could okay you could yes okay i think i have a a better way to answer this now you could um write out who you need for your project or your company who do you need you need to write out job descriptions of the key people that would make that business come to life if you're a tech person don't need so many people you just need the, the developers you just need as a CTO, an operations person, and you as the CEO. So once you're able to find people that fit this, you know the roles, you know the descriptions, then you find friends that can fit. Because when you're starting a company, usually it's your friends and family that will support you, people around. Then yeah. as the company now grows bigger, then you can now start um, 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 what employing people to employing. come and work for you. Yes, employ people to work for your company. So then again, 
you still need you still need your friends you still need not necessarily they might not need to be close friends but you need friends you need acquaintances to help start up that company but these people must fit the roles that you want to give them don't you cannot you cannot give a friend that is a fashion designer and say the person should come and build websites for you yeah or the person should come and be an, an analyst for you or the person should come and do um um, food scientists work for you. No, you'll find your friends or acquaintances that fit those particular roles, and then you guys can now move from there. So, if you find a tech guy to become your C, to join in the process in the process and become the CTO, that tech guy already has basic skills, has the foundation to be able to play his role efficiently. So, the, the most time the problem people would have is that they cannot really play their roles. You just pick a friend because that person is your friend, and that person cannot play that particular role in that business you get so you need to get your friends or acquaintances that fit those roles and it will work out you guys would it's a building process companies they grow so just as the company is growing you you guys will grow together and you guys would evolve together and yes you would understand yourselves and the business will move forward okay nice 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 you answered perfectly um so guys if you don't know daniel then you know is daniel do on instagram and also, he has a podcast. You um, have the podcast community, which is called the BDSML community. BDSM community is a community that gives best relationships, relationship tips to any marriage, dating, or friendship relationship, and you want to keep trolling again. Like you will really get very nice <laughs> top yeah. um, topics, and in fact, you get a lot of insights from from the podcast. Yeah, because because I I, I started that particular I started this podcast channel that's the BDSML community podcast channel because I, aside the whole entrepreneurship thing aside photography, a yeah. key hobby for me is talking to people about relationships. So I enjoy it so much. It, I could wake up anytime to do this particular thing, talk to people about their relationship, and I want to see people happy in relationships. I've been in long relationships, so I know that it takes a lot to have one i see young people getting married and they're not really ready for marriage i see young people being broken constantly from bad relationships and the funny thing yeah. is that one or two little information could change the whole dynamics could change the whole narrative for these people so that podcast channel bdsml community that's big community on instagram is is there for you to be able to have perfect relationships is there for you to meet to 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 improve under your relationship and love life so from the few tips i give you should be able to go back to your relationship and apply all of that knowledge to ensuring that that relationship works well there's nothing like a bad relationship they're just bad people in the relationships or people that don't have enough information to function well so by the time these people are able to learn and have knowledge knowledge is power the relationship will get better Okay, yeah, then so do you have any brand do you have any Instagram account for the photography brand or you have not started yet? Oh, so I post I post all my pictures on my personal page. Okay. So uh, because I, yeah, because I have a couple of things that I do all together. I would not want people to say, oh Jack of all trades doing everything. Okay. So I have a separate account for the podcast channel. Then my photography works, I post them directly on my instagram account so my instagram account is daniel duran daniel d-i-r-a-n underscore that's just all search for it you see some of the pictures i've taken currently I, I don't, i'm not working in the studio yet i've gotten studio equipment but i'm just taking natural light pictures street photography i enjoy those ones so those are the kind of pictures you're going to find there for which time after the whole covid 19 we'll launch a studio and we we move you know we move. wow yeah 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 <laughs> So you invite me at launching the studio also. 
<laughs> no problem. No problem. You have you have ten free pictures from me when hey, you hey. Nice, nice. nice. <laughs> Okay, yeah. um, Daniel, it was really um, nice talking to you, and I'm really. And it was really nice. It was really nice sharing all of the, this information with you. I hope I hope this information would be um, impactful and helpful to someone out there. I really hope somebody would be able to do something with all of the things we have talked about. Yeah, thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you so much, also, Timmy Daniel. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.